Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. All right, before we get to our guests in the studio today, we've got Keith Brickell on the line. Keith is the chairman of the board this year for the Tampa Bay Mayor's Prayer Breakfast. Keith Brickell, welcome to the I Work Ram Show. Thanks, Jim. How are you? You know, I couldn't be better except for I'm exhausted because you had me at a meeting in Tampa Bay <laughs> this morning at 7 a.m. That was ridiculous. But, Keith, <laughs> there is something outstanding, unbelievable, coming up on May the 7th right here in Tampa Bay. Tell us about it. Yes, it's the Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, the 43rd Annual Breakfast. And, uh, you know, Jim, this is one of the most exciting events right here in our backyard it's something I just discovered a few years ago, and uh, it's the morning of May 7th at the Tampa Convention Center. Um, it's the Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, and uh, this is an evangelistic event. We will be packing out the Tampa Convention Center and uh, come for breakfast on the morning of the 7th and come here, Coach Tony Dungy, um, share his testimony um, about faith and hope in Jesus Christ. And a uh, matter of fact, I just uh, got off the phone with the coach just a little while ago, and uh, to use some terms uh, he used on the phone the other day with me, he said, I'm fired up about this event. And uh, so we're very excited and we're very fortunate, I should add, to have him as our speaker. And so, um, you know, this is not a political event. This is not a fundraiser. Um, this is just a morning to come have breakfast and uh, come hear someone 
talk about Jesus. You can't get any better than that. No, and, and it is a fantastic event. It's been fantastic being part of the committee this year. And you've got some, you've got some tables left that people can, you know, your whole idea is to, for one person to bring nine other non-Christ followers to the breakfast, to hear Tony Dungy, to hear the gospel preached. So you've got some tables still that they can get. How much is it? How much does it cost to get a table? Yeah, this is really the last week you can buy tickets and tables. So you're more than welcome to buy an individual ticket, or you know, a few of you want to come together and buy some tickets, you can do that. Um, but really how this event works is um, most of the tickets are sold where people, um, a lot of them are Christian business people, will buy a table, and then they'll invite as many unsaved, unchurched people as they can to those tables. And so uh, it's $30 a ticket or $300 for a table of 10. And so it's a really great um, op- opportunity, and uh, it, it's great. A lot of business people buy those tables, or, for example, my church, um, we've got business people, two or three, going together, and they'll pool resources and buy a table. And so um, it's just really neat, the stories I'm starting to hear. Uh, just a, a couple awesome ones. A guy got a hold of me, and he said, Keith, I, my dad will not come to church but he's coming to this breakfast, and he said, "I'm so excited because he's going to hear the gospel." Yeah, that and, is and awesome. So, and so I'm here. There's so many stories like that, and so that's what this thing's all about. All right. So how do they find out more about the Tampa Bay Prayer Breakfast? Oh yeah, that's it. TampaBayPrayerBreakfast.com. Isn't that what it is? That's the site. When you go there, you'll see a picture of Coach Dungey. Right above, right above that is a little link where you can uh, you can buy tickets. So this show, the I Work For Him show, is all about purposefully equipping vibrantly effective Christ followers in the workplace. And this is an opportunity for you, that Christ follower in the workplace, to grab some of your non-Christ follower friends, or as I like to call them, your pre-Christian friends. Bring them to a breakfast early in the morning. It's a very good breakfast. We're expecting a 1,000 people to hear Tony Dungy and a couple of other local speakers. And, of course, Juliana Zobrist, is is she singing the national anthem? Is that what she's singing? From what I've heard, she's going to show up and sing the national anthem. Awesome. So. This is yeah. a hometown show, and we know Tony Dungy. He's so famous. He's the one that actually won the Super Bowl for Tampa Bay. I know he wasn't the coach at the time, but without him, <laughs> that Super Bowl never would have been won. I don't care. Unequivocally speaking, Tony Dungy's the man, so he's going to share the gospel of right. Jesus Christ and how Jesus has impacted his life. That's why you should come. Look it up at TampaBayPrayerBreakfast.com, TampaBayPrayerBreakfast.com. Thank you, Keith Perkel, for calling into the I Work For Him show. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Love your show, and thanks for your support. No problem. All right. Listeners out there in Tampa Bay, go to that uh, website, tampabayprayerbreakfast.com. All right. And I'll also have that up on Facebook later tonight. All right. In studio today, we've got uh, Eric Most with Most Insurance and Gary Melanowski with Chick-fil-A. And calling in soon will be Dan Geyer with Direct Hits Management. Again, three show sponsors, longtime show sponsors who have supported the vision and the mission of I Work For Him so that you can hear about stretching yourself to look at the workplace like a mission field. Gentlemen in studio, uh, Gary and Eric, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Jim. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, you know, it's going to be fun, and I know Dan is just now calling in. Yeah, Dan Guy was supposed to be in studio with us today. He was going to have a minor little surgery on his knee, but, uh, you know, when the doctor got in there, they decided, oh, they were just going to cut his knee off just above the kneecap and reattach a bionic leg. So uh, Dan couldn't drive because he's recovering from his surgery, but he's going to be calling into the studio. So or, or he's, he's on hold with Mike. Now, apparently they're talking about daisies or something. So, all right, gentlemen, we're here to talk about 
about how Christ has impacted your life, but we're also here to talk about how long does it take to transform your workplace for Christ and how do you even start? And we only have two and a half minutes to answer all those questions, but first, Eric Most, welcome to the show. You got anybody you want to say hi to out there? Ah, my wife Jackie's on the listening as she's driving over to see some family. So, hey, honey. That's very nice. Gary, what about you? Well, hopefully my wife, Sandra, is listening. Uh, I know it's a toss-up between the five on the Fox News channel or myself today, <laughs> but uh, hopefully I've won out. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's bring Dan on with the show. Dan, you out there? Hey, I'm here, Jim. Hey, Dan, you know, we, we just told the studio audience that your leg got amputated above the knee and they attached a new bionic leg for you. So, uh, Dan, welcome to the show. Sorry to, that you couldn't drive out here today. Are you doing any better? Uh, I am doing much better. I'm off the. I was only on the narcotics for two days. <laughs> this is a Christian show, Dan. We don't talk about drugs. And uh, yeah, I'm off post, so I'm at, so I'm actually lucid. And uh, uh, look at the rehab process. I think that maybe the uh, bionic leg would have been an easier option, but uh, I didn't get one. So. It, it might be. All right. Well, Dan, I'm glad you're here to, for the duration for us to have this conversation. Did you have anybody you want to say hi to today on the radio? Uh, not particularly. <laughs> what are you mad at your wife Stacy or any of your kids, Angelina or Chloe or what? Oh, I'm not mad at anybody. I just, uh, I haven't had a lot of, I've been pretty much just working on my rehab, so I haven't had a lot of time to do much. So. All right, well, we'll say hi, also hi to him for you. You know, hello to Stacy, hello to Angelina and Chloe. You guys better be listening, because I'm going to ask you later. All right, listen, gentlemen, we're here to talk today about how do we transform our workplace for Christ, and how do you start, but in the, in the next minute and a half before we go to break, Eric, just talk to me about what's Christ doing in your life today? Uh, just been incredibly encouraged by uh, his grace, um, giving us, uh, my wife and I, just a lot of opportunities with uh, uh, gospel intentionality with neighbors, um, with uh, members uh, uh, that have been coming to our Faith Family Covenant Life Church, and and uh, just really super, uh, uh, super encouraged. Uh, just got back from Louisville at a conference called Together for the Gospel that was all focused on uh, getting the gospel out, evangelism as a focus. Uh, the, the theme was unashamed. And really just had a great time there, really encouraged by some great speakers and also um, encouraged that make sure that my life doesn't just uh, revolve around having uh, talks about uh, happy Jesus talks. I think Albert Muller called it, but actually being intentional with the gospel and pressing in with individuals, calling them to repentance and faith and trust in Christ and Christ alone. And you're also working through the adoption process. We, we are. We've been working through adoption. Uh, we just switched countries because there was a great slowdown with where we were in Ethiopia. So we just made a decision to switch to uh, to China. And we've also been working uh, uh, foster care and a couple other things there. So, Wow, that's fantastic. All right. Well, listen, Gary, I'd love to give you a word, but okay, say something nice about Chick-fil-A. Do I have uh, just a few seconds? You got or? five seconds. You just wasted it. All right, okay. Eat more chicken. Eat more chicken. <laughs> That's right. Eat more chicken. All right, in the first section of the show, we just got started talking with Gary Milanowski with Chick-fil-A and Seminole on Seminole Boulevard and Park Boulevard. We got Eric Most also in studio with us with Most Insurance right there in Tampa Bay. They are right here all over the place. And we got Dan Geyer with Direct Hits Management right here on the phone. He couldn't make an interview today because his bionic transplant operation didn't get finished until late on on Friday, and the new chips are just warming up on his leg, so he couldn't get going. He couldn't drive today. So, welcome, gentlemen, to the I Work For Him show. Thank you. That's good. Dan. You're all paying attention. Eric's looking at his, at his Mac. Dan's still... Dan, stay awake now. Okay. All right. Listen, Dan, tell me what's going on. Tell me how Christ is impacting your life today. Uh, you know what, Jim? It's, 
he's impacted us and uh, myself and my family and my business in all respects. I mean, um, we just couldn't get through all the trials and everything that's thrown our way without it. So uh, without him and. Um, you know, he's definitely kept our family together during hard times, and uh, we just continue to try to work uh, towards uh, getting closer to him. <laughs> That's awesome. Gary, what's going on in your life? How's Christ impacting your life today? Well, Jim, I've been privileged to serve on our missions committee through our church uh, over the past several months, and uh, just recently uh, really wanted to do an in-depth study in the book of Acts and looking at the early church and how they really were abandoned to to serve Christ and, and to get the gospel message out. And so I just believe the Lord is working on my heart in such a way as, listen, the days are short. Uh, we have our businesses as, as a platform, as an opportunity uh, to minister locally, but also to take our resources from our, our, our business and to multiply those throughout the world. And so just between reading the scriptures, studying the scriptures and, and having the opportunity to, to take some trips myself, I just want to be useful in a way that uh, only the Lord will be glorified. Now you're going on a trip next week. Where are you going? Actually leaving Friday, going to uh, Guyana, be going with our, our missions director. We'll be down there for about five days. And then later on in um, May, we'll be, we'll be going to Thailand and, and Laos. So, well, might as well. Somebody gets yeah. to go. That's cool. <laughs> yes, Eric, you, you been on any missions trips yet this year? Hmm. Uh, just in our backyard, just uh, serving locally. Uh, Jackie and I are leaving uh, in a couple of days, though, for uh, overseas. Awesome. To an undisclosed location? You're just going to give me a hard time. We're uh, training some pastors. Training the Lord in the South Pacific. It's called Fiji and <laughs> New Zealand. Working for the Lord in the South Pacific. That's right. No, that's awesome. Fiji. I mean, Fiji's a little island, 1,200 miles off of uh, Australia, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, and it's, but it's, you know, you, it's got beautiful water all around it, fantastic surfing, fantastic snorkeling, but there's people that need Jesus there. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, see, working with CCI, who you've had on the show. Crossing Cultures International. International. Which equips Christ followers globally with comprehensive training where there is no access. And so 80% of your pastors and church leaders globally have no access to biblical training. So we're going to help labor with the, with the pastors there. So those pastors there can't afford to go to seminary. There's no seminary available to them. So you're bringing seminary to them. That's it. That's awesome. Now, Dan, I know your wife just got back from an undisclosed location in the Middle East. You know, do you have any uh, plans to go on the mission field anywhere this year? Uh, yeah, I do believe we're going to. Um, we're going to try to. Uh, I think we're going to try to make it to Philadelphia this year, and uh, we also have. Um, uh, we have we have something else coming up as well. I just can't think of exactly what. Those narcotics are still wearing off. All right, now you guys have done the Philadelphia trip for a lot of years. That's an inner city ministry, right in the right in the center of you know huge drug use, all kinds of problems, uh, people shooting each other all the time. You guys are going, and uh, are you guys going to do that fair that you guys have always done, where you put on the fair and and try to attract people to the church? Yeah, I believe it's I believe it's going to be that. Some years it's been the fair, and other years we've done uh, more uh, construction projects and street ministry. So I'm not exactly sure what this year is, but uh, um, we usually don't find out till pretty close to we 
until we get there. Yeah, and I, you know, I know I say a lot of funny things on the show, and, and sometimes I exaggerate, but literally, this is a place where, where in the front yard of the church where these guys go serve, there's there's needles from drug addicts. Uh, they literally had uh, somebody shot and laid dead in the front of this churchyard before they got there a couple of years ago. I mean, it's a dangerous, dangerous place, but of course, that's the place to go and bring the gospel because those people need Jesus just as bad as everybody else. And, and, and I think it's noteworthy to say that last year I drugged Dan up. He gave up. He didn't go to Philadelphia, but he went on a trip with me to do a five love languages retreat up in, in Tennessee. And this was in rural mountain regions where we had to stay in you know log cabins that didn't have air conditioning or heat or anything like that. Um, and Dan said he'd rather go back to Philly <laughs> than go back to Cherokee Cove, North Carolina, because the mice were driving his wife and girls crazy in this cabin. So, you know, Dan, I appreciate your hard work, and I'm glad you're going to Philadelphia. Uh, I'm going to stay here in Tampa Bay. So, all right, listen, gentlemen, let's talk about what you do. So the people know, I mean, Eric, you're, Eric and Gary and Dan, you guys have been sponsoring my show almost since the beginning, Gary, and but Eric's been there since the beginning. Dan's been there since the beginning. What do you guys do? Eric, what, what do you do? Uh, we are a property and casualty insurance agency, so we insure people's stuff and uh, liability exposures, both on the personal um, and on the business side. We, uh, we're an independent agency, been in business for over 42 years, and represent uh, a lot of different companies, and we really try to take care of our clients' uh, needs uh, with a little bit more white white gloves than others do. really concerned about advocating for our clients uh, on all, fr- all fronts. And you guys just got something really valuable in Tampa Bay. There's one of the most coveted insurance contracts to get in Tampa Bay, and it's a contract with Auto Owners Insurance. Absolutely. Now, you, did you get them on the personal lines or just on the commercial lines? On everything, actually. So we, we represent all of them on, on personal and uh, business and also on life insurance. Yeah, so if you're a business owner or if you're a homeowner or if you're a car, if you drive cars, Auto Owners Insurance is a fantastic insurance Absolutely. company. I had a huge book of business with them in Minnesota in my own insurance agency. It's such a gift. You know, you guys need to check out Most Insurance, and it's really just mostins.com. Isn't you that what it. it is? That's it. Mostins.com. All right, Dan, what's going on in your world? What are you doing today? What, what's what's Direct Hits Management all about? Well, uh, Jim, Direct Hits Management, what we do is we uh, – our main focus is making sure that our clients have an up-to-date website, and once we've got that in place, uh, getting them into advertising online. Uh, a lot of small business owners are not up to uh, are not up to snuff with what's going on on the internet today. They don't realize uh, that everything with Google has changed in the last couple of years. And you know, basically now, if you're not advertising online, uh, you're really getting left in the dark. Uh, you know, the the number of smartphones and iPads being used for searches and uh, the basic uh, uh, doing away with of uh, um, yellow pages for the most part. I mean, you know, people under 60 don't use the yellow pages anymore, and uh, it's it's really becoming a Google-driven market. And so that's what we focus on is working with small business owners and getting their uh, Google ads and their Google uh, exposure up to snuff. And who's your, who's the perfect customer for you? Uh, perfect customer for me is is a small business. Uh, generally less than less than 100 employees, um, generally providing uh, some sort of service. Uh, generally, you know, advertising doesn't do as well on uh, retail end unless you're doing um, 
you know, a tremendous amount of sales, you know, a huge business. So that only works for things like Best Buy and stuff like that. Uh, small businesses are going to be uh, service orientated. $100 tickets or better typically are, are what's good. And uh, they can really get a great return on their investment. Um, and uh, we are working with, we just started working with um, the European Wax Center. So we're starting to move through that franchise hopefully very soon. And uh, they have about 600 stores, so that's an exciting move for us there. That just created an image in my mind that I wasn't sure I was ready for. It. Having my back waxed, yeah, that would just be great. How about just that? Perhaps we should have a real man contest. All right, Gary, so I won't get off too off track. Chick-fil-A, Seminole Boulevard, Park Boulevard, right in Seminole, Florida. What's going on there? What's going on in your business? Well, there are a couple of things I'd like to mention that are that are really new. We have a, a new grilled chicken sandwich. And uh, if you haven't experienced it yet, I encourage you to do so. In fact, I'll give you the, uh, the corporate description. Uh, it's a boneless breast of chicken marinated with a special blend of seasonings and grilled for a tender and juicy backyard grilled taste. Served on a toasted multigrain bun with green leaf lettuce and tomato. And it's served with honey roasted barbecue sauce. So if that doesn't make you hungry about 5:30, then I don't know what will. Well, we all hate you now because you didn't bring a single one to the studio with you. I'll know what to do next time. And uh, also, there's something we've tried to uh, incorporate into moving our service along. Uh, we, we've got some challenges at our location as far as just getting into a tight space uh, for the drive-through. So during our peak uh, lunch hour, we've taken. Um, so many iPads out to the drive-through lane, and we're trying to speed up the, the ordering process there with a couple of our team members who are taking the orders there and just moving, moving the line as quickly as we can, and we're finding that's been very beneficial. Well, and I got to tell you, Chick-fil-A right there on Seminole Boulevard and Park Boulevard in Seminole, Florida, is a fantastic place to have lunch meetings, and it is, it's just a great location. It's easy to get to, and I can't wait to have one of those grilled chicken sandwiches. Honey, I hope you're listening. All right, in the first half of our show, we were talking. We started talking with Dan Geyer, Eric Most, and Gary Melanowski, all three of them longtime show sponsors. Eric Most, of course, with Most Insurance. Dan Geyer, of course, with Direct Its Management, and Gary Melanowski. The rude man he was described in the last 15 minute section the new grilled chicken sandwich that Chick fil A is coming out with. He runs Chick fil A at Seminole Boulevard Park Boulevard right here in Seminole, Seminole, Florida. Gary, what number is that going to be on the menu? You don't even know. He did that to us. He doesn't even know. Sandra, well, it's, you're going to have to work it's, on it. It's number one. How the, how the set. Every, oh, it's num- every meal is number one. That's it. Yes, yeah. it is. But the number one currently on the, on, the, on the menu is my favorite. You know, it's got those cute little pickles. That's right. And, and, and you don't even need to put ketchup on it. It's so incredible. Is the new grilled chicken sandwich going to be that good? It's supposed to be uh, at some point to rival the original sandwich. When are you rolling it out? It is out. Oh, it's yeah. out. It's a soft rollout currently. Oh, it's a but, soft rollout. But as uh, as it uh, progresses across the country. But now that it's been on the I Work For Him show, it's going to go crazy. That's right. I mean, the That's listenership right. here is going to blast it. Chick-fil-A's tonight are going to be, the people are going to be going all over the place looking for the new grilled chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A menu. It, it's going to be crazy. So just make sure Dan Cathy knows it was because of me. That's right. No, it's really because of the incredible listeners of the I Work For Him show and God blessing that because it has nothing to do with me. All right, gentlemen. I want to get Danny, are you with us? 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. I want to get us into this conversation. Talk to me about what what and you guys can all tune in here or all pipe in. What does a transformed workplace look like? And I mean a workplace that has been transformed by the work of Jesus Christ. How does that? What does it look like? Who wants to go first? Don't fight, Eric. Start me off. You always got words to say. Um, I'd say uh, a transformed workplace looks like a place that, that that truly glorifies God in all it does. That it doesn't. Uh, you describe it very well. It doesn't look like the secular, lost uh, competitor down the street. It has to look different. Got, the gospel has to inform the workplace, and so it it it's how you deal with your employees or prospective employees. It's how you deal with your clients. It has to look different. There it has to be a place where um, where uh, the gospel is 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 there, and that opportunities to to share the gospel are 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 prevalent. Dan, what do you think? What does what is, what is a transformed workplace look like? Well, it definitely looks different. And honestly, I uh, just until we got into this conversation, it didn't, it didn't really pop into my head. Um, but I actually have a good example of it. I, I, you know, for seven years, I ran Senior Helpers of Largo. And, um, uh, you know, for seven years, we had quite a few changes in the office structure of that business. And um, finally, in the last uh, year and a half, uh, we and, and it wasn't by design, of course, because it would be illegal to do it, but we ended up uh, just bringing on a string of ladies, and it turned out that uh, everybody that ended up in the office was a, was a true believer. And um, they just, you know, the, the, the heckling and the constant... Um, uh, mean girl stuff that went on over the years just all stopped and next thing I know the business started actually uh, running smoothly and and honestly you know and it it was one of those things that um, I actually saw the ladies approaching our clients from a Christian pers- uh, perspective and from a believer's heart versus from just ah, this is what I got to do today and it made a and it made a big difference, and it actually was um, uh, attractive to a buyer, and it, and it actually was helped me to sell the business. And so I was able to sell the business last year. The new owner saw the uh, congruency of my office staff, and he wanted to buy it. Fantastic! All right, Gary, what what does the transform workplace look like to you? Well, I'll give you an example. I have a, a gentleman by the name of Steve. He's been with me for a year or so now, and. Uh, he moved from the Chicago area uh, a couple of years ago. And as he was sharing with me in his interviewing, uh, not as a question that I asked, but just uh, how Christ had had changed his life about eight years ago. I mean, it was, it was brutally uh, disruptive. But his life was changed, his heart was changed, and, and he came to me just saying, look, I just want to serve people. And I saw that he has a servant's heart, and he lives that out daily. So I think for me, when I look for talent, I'm looking for somebody through that interviewing process who, who has a heart just like Jesus has, mm. someone who would abandon himself to serve uh, the needs of others and to, to go that second mile, just as Jesus described. So in a transformed work environment, a workplace, uh, those are the people who, it's just natural, or in the case of those who know Christ, it's supernatural. All right, so let's, in a rapid-fire fashion, as we get through some of these questions, because I know the listeners want to hear this, what are some of the qualities of a leader who transformed their workplace for Christ? Give me some of the qualities, just one-word examples. Gary? Demonstrate. Demonstrate. Christ-centered. Okay, Dan? Uh, 
I would say uh, just not putting up with uh, not putting up with anything less than Christ-centered behavior. All right, Eric. Anything else? A humble servant leader, Gary. Spirit-filled. Nice, nice. All right. Okay. So we've got somebody here that's spirit-filled, humble, servant leader. That's 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 not going to settle for anything less than a Christ-centered workplace. Where do you actually start? You got a business that maybe you're new to Christ, and or maybe you're new to the idea that hey, my faith should be impacting my workplace. My life's been impacted by Jesus, so therefore my workplace should be impacted by Jesus. How do we how do we tell that Christian business owner how to even start? with this transformation where, where do they start Gary they start by being on their knees they pray mm. you know Lord use me change me you know show me what I need to make a difference in the lives of people in my case I'm interacting or our business interacts with several thousand people a day and you know that's a very humbling thought so Lord if if you don't show up then it's not going to happen that we are a spirit-filled, Christ-centered place. So that leader needs to spend that time at the beginning of their day uh, on their knees before the Lord, humbly asking him for, for his assistance. Eric, what do you think? Where do you start? Yeah, right there. Um, prayer, uh, hands down. Uh, we need to be uh, passionate people. Prayer, I think prayer has has, has eroded from the, the Christian life, uh, especially of, West, of Western civilization folk. We really aren't, uh, uh, we're very self-dependent, and so we're not dependent on Christ. We're not dependent on, on the Holy Spirit's guidance. And so um, I think passionately we need to cry out to God. We need to be in awe of him and, and just bring our petitions to him, but also our, our delight in him. And so I, I, hands down prayer, and with that, your personal walk with the Lord has to be um, in first first priority. Yeah. Has to. Dan, what do you think? Um, well, I, I agree with both of the, the first two guys for sure. And then I'll just add one of the things that um, – one of the things that I found out as, as a business owner was um, hiring for character and not hiring for talent. Uh, when I started hiring for character instead of talent, I found that I was able to, to find the people. And, and here's the thing, like in my, in my type of business, you had to have, you had to start with a Christ-centered workforce uh, in the office get a Christ-centered workforce out of the office because that's who brought my people in. So my business was kind of unique in that fashion, but um, I didn't have the outside customers coming in, say like in a Chick-fil-A uh, you know, type of deal. I had uh, employees hiring other employees to go work with clients out in the field. Um, so it was, uh, you know, I just... I found that that when I started hiring for character, it made all the difference. All right. So what what about that idea, uh, idea, Eric and Gary? Hiring, you know, I heard this somewhere one time, and Dan has just repeated it, but that, you know, you can't, you can train just about any skill, but you can't train integrity and work ethic. So how do you, what do you guys think? Comment on that, Gary. Well, I think it's interesting that Dan brought that up because I made a note here that, uh, you know, I, I look to try to hire for talent and heart and uh, I would say character would be heart and then train for the skills so I mean that's what you have to look for first I mean I've had plenty of people who've come by who you just know they're not going to culturally fit with what we're trying to accomplish they may be able to do it but is there going to be that chemistry but Eric how do you find how do you 
how do you find those people? I mean, how do you test for that in an interview to find the people of integrity? Yeah, I, I, I do a multiple uh, interview process to try to get to know my individuals or try to, to disarm them in, in having more of a conversation and uh, ask some questions of what really matters to you, um, what, is, uh, what, what are some of your passions, and kind of let the conversation evolve uh, and hear what they have to say. Um, you know, we talk about uh, creating a, a core value at most insurances. Uh, it's goofy. It, it, it's called Teclom, but it's uh, treat each client like they're our mother. And if somebody doesn't have that kind of in them, uh, then they're not going to work out for us. And so we try to discover that on the on the on the front end, um, and uh, because you can't teach that. Yeah, you no. can't. You really can't teach integrity. Um, you can't. You can't. You just can't do it. Uh, people have it uh, now. The gospel can inform it, and the gospel can give integrity and transform our lives. Right, uh, Romans twelve. But uh, just out of the blue, you're not going to get it. Yeah. All right. We've been talking with Dan Geyer with Direct Hits Management, Eric Most with Most Insurance, and Gary Melanowski with Chick-fil-A right here in Seminole, Florida. Gentlemen, we're about ready to get into the deep, really tough questions about how we're incorporating, you know, what, how long does it take to in- transform your workplace into a place that is Christ-centered? So how long does it take? Eric, how long does it take? You got it figured out yet? No. How long have you been working on it, though? Uh, several years, several years. Uh, I'd say for the last uh, four or five years has been a very big focus of mine. So it's a step-by-step process. It doesn't happen overnight. Absolutely. All right, Dan, what about you? How long did it really start to take you into senior helpers and into direct hits management? How long did it take you to really start incorporating this transformation into your workplace? Well, direct hits management, I, uh, I, only have, I only have two contractors, and they're both believers, and I've had the same two from day one, so that was easy. Um, the senior helpers, boy, I had a string of, uh, I had, I had a, you know, I tried to hire for character probably, you know, for quite a while, but boy, I still got messed up and fooled a lot. So I, I don't know. I I honestly can't answer that one. (laughs) So, okay, Gary, come on. Now you work for an organization that is blatantly Christ following. Chick-fil-A, that's what it stands for. You're not even open on Sundays, praise the Lord. And Dan, Kathy, and his father said, we believe God will bless our sales the other six days of the week so that we're not open on Sundays. And that's why everybody craves Chick-fil-A after church. So how long does it take to transform your workplace for Christ? Well, Jim, you know, Satan knows that as well. So the fiery darts are coming at us continuously. And I'd just like to say that we are to live our lives one day at a time. And how long does it take to transform? Well, it's, it's down to an hour at a time, maybe even a minute at a time. And I think that just goes hand in hand with the challenge as believers to walk with Christ continuously. Mm-hmm. And yes, you look for those people who are going to make your business more into a Christ-centered business. But I'll tell you, we've been disappointed too. Those who you think have the character, as Dan had just shared, uh, don't end up uh, coming through for us. So our eyes have to continuously to be kept on Christ and he will, he'll, he'll bring what we need as we need it, the grace that we need continuously. Well, and all three of you agreed that prayer was the beginning of this process, that prayer was what, that was your first step. And, and what are you praying for? I mean, tell me what you're praying for. And praying for my staff specifically, praying through decisions, uh, a direction that we're going, um, uh, praying for our clients. Um, we actually created a, a prayer request uh, page on our website, so um, clients can uh, uh, can uh, 
lift up requests that they might have that we can bring before uh, before the Lord. Um, also praying that, that God would uh, direct uh, my calendar. Um, this has been a relatively new uh, practice, but every morning I review my calendar and I pray through the conversations that I have already set up meetings and that God would be glorified in those conversations and God would give me opportunities to, to glorify him and to, to encourage others and to point them to him. It should be noted that Eric did not call in for the free book. So that free book is still available, The Business Card by Dr. Steve Osteff, 855-265-2929. Gary, it starts with the people. You're praying for your people. How has it, I mean, how, by praying for those people, how has it opened up doors with those people? Well, I don't think anyone ever will decline uh, somebody to pray with them. I mean, there have been many times where we've thought, Okay, uh, maybe they don't really know the Lord. We can uh, take that opportunity to ask them, do you mind if we pray with you? Inevitably, they say yes. So we can, as we learn more of their specific needs or concerns, we can bring those to the throne with them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in our own personal quiet times, we can certainly lift them up as well. Our prayer daily is that, Lord, you be seen through this business, that you get ourselves out of the way, our flesh out of the way, that all glory goes to you. Uh, I ask that the Lord daily, and this is part of my, my quiet time in my prayer life, is that you would give us the people you'd have us to have, the leadership you'd have us to have. And uh, he's been faithful. Now, that's awesome. Dan, how do you find yourself praying for the people that you work for within Direct Hits Management? Um, you know, it's, I just I pray for the overall direction of the business. So I don't know that I pray for my particular clients. Uh, that often. Maybe it's something I should do, but I just try to pray that I'm doing a great job for everybody and that I'm staying on top of it. I kind of I kind of apply the same principles to each client, so I don't really have that many unique situations, but um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. And that was an amazingly transparent statement because I think we all need that wake-up call that not only should we be praying for our employees, but the opportunity to pray for our clients because we serve them. And we may be the only Jesus those clients ever meet, not only our employees. So it's something we all need to be working on, Dan. All right, listen, let me just ask these questions of the whole audience out there. Has your life been radically impacted by Jesus Christ? And are you running a business? And the last question is, does it look different than your competition run by a non-Christ follower. So is your business look different and you've been impacted by Christ? If the answer is, I don't know, and I don't know what to do, and how do I do this transformation process, you need to email me to, to jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iworkforhim.com, to find out more about Business His Way. It's a business discipleship mentoring process put together by C12 Tampa Bay and I Work For Him to show you how to incorporate Christ in your workplace and to start to help pray and open your eyes up to this process. For more information, contact me, Jim at IWorkForHim.com, Jim at IWorkForHim.com. Next week on the show, we'll be talking with Luke Andrews with Generation Mortgage, Charles Ruttenberg Real Estate, and also cross-plan money management. We're going to be talking about how can we glorify God with our finances. So make sure you tune in next week to hear more from Luke Andrews. Listen, my sponsors are people I trust. They're people you can trust. Please do business with them. They're worthy people. They, they believe in transforming your workplace for Christ. So my thanks out today to the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay, Ross Harrop with C12 Tampa Bay, 
Luke Andrews with Charles Ruttenberg Real Estate, Generation Mortgage, and Cross Plan Money Management. Dan Geyer with Direct Hits Management. He's also on the line today. Gary Milanowski with Chick-fil-A, Seminole Boulevard, Park Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. And Gary's driving us all crazy with that new grilled chicken sandwich. Eric Most with Most Insurance. He can handle all your insurance needs for both your home and life and your business. 2B1 Ministries from First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks. Marriage mentoring for all couples. And of course, Jim Brangenberg with Platinum information services that's me it's what i do every day to support the ministry of i work for him look for links to their company websites listed on our website iworkforhim.com and on the i work for him website you'll also find all kinds of great resources including the show schedule the guest schedule and all kinds of recommended reading resources for incorporating christ into your workplace thank you to my guest today dan geyer with Direct Hits Management, Eric Most of Most Insurance, and Gary Milanowski with Chick-fil-A Seminole. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Grace and peace, brother. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. Dan, are you still there? Yes. Great. Thanks for being on the show today. I appreciate it. All right, please take time to like us all on Facebook. That's I Work For Him. Just search for I Work For Him. Thanks to Mike Miracle for keeping me on time today. He's giving me the finger right now saying, Jim, you got to close this show out. All right, if you found today's show inspiring or challenging, he was giving me the right finger, just the pointer finger. Okay, if you found today's show inspiring or challenging, email me. Jim at iworkforhim.com. Listen, you've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg, right here on Inspiration AM 1110 WTIS. I'm a Christ follower. I'm a business owner. But ultimately, I work for him. But I know that I've got to make a change. I don't care if I break. At least I'll be free.